0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Samira Abassi Samira, thanks so much for being with me today.
1: My pleasure.
0: Samira, you're having a show at Candice Mady now. It's a three-person show called Carrying the Effigy. And I want to talk about your, your work in relation to that show and, and in general, but... um. Uh, does does the title of that carrying the effigy relate to some of the work you have? It would it would seem like it does, though you know that's the title of a group show. Um, do you do you find the work relates specifically to that to that phrase carrying the effigy?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised when they took the title of one of my pieces um, to reflect the show, and I think they're. Um, their interpretation of it was um, slightly different to mine. I think that, um, I mean, the way that I use it is that we carry things with us and around us and they may not be visible, but um, my work involves taking the uh, the ineffable or the invisible and uh, making it visible. Um, it's about the, you know, the sort of inter- interior, the psychological uh, aspects of the human being. And um, I first came across the word effigy when I was, there was a, a novel by Thomas Hardy um, years ago when I was at school. And an effigy is is um, something that is a representation, like, um, I mean, effigies of uh, political figures can can be, you know, Burnt or um, paraded around, and um, it's a stand-in for it's—it's um, it's like a physical symbol of some kind.
0: And let's talk about the the, the work um, that's of that title, carrying the effigy, because these are also, yeah. There's a there's a lot of different kind of iconography and and, and narratives in these, right? Can can we just talk about that? Yeah with that one specific uh, we're carrying the effigy, the title of the show. This is also uh, a story, a history that the painting is describing
1: Yes, um, and it's it's a fairly small painting actually it's not even on display it's it's in the, in the back room but um, it's a, a female figure and around her and behind her there is a half um, half buried. Uh, male figure and um it's um it's it's a ghost of of a relationship um, and uh it's uh it's actually work on paper with uh gouache collage and uh stamps stamped birds um it's, t- its title um came you know towards the end, it was sometimes I start with the title first yeah, so to talk uh, to
0: talk a little bit about the, the narrative of that work there's, there's there's kind of hidden figures in there um, it's a it's a specific uh, story you're telling to some degree, isn't it
1: Yes, yes, and then there's you know I used to make narrative paintings where everybody was visible, and now um, I think the difference is that the central figure incorporates other figures and other stories and fragments of other stories. Um, the two uh, larger ones that are on dis in fact, four that are on display, but um, one of them is called um, reincarnated fears. Um, and it's about uh, things like inherited trauma, but it, it's, it's also based on um, icons. It's like central seated figure is in blue, as in the Virgin Mary, and on her lap is is seated uh, a child, and the child is holding a doll. And so there's a sense of generational um, sort of, you know, reincarnation and generational um, things going on in the family that could be implied by you know, the the child is holding the doll. The doll could be holding a doll. Add infinitum, like the um, uh, like the Russian doll idea. So, I'm I'm interested in in uh, genealogy and what what we hold also in the body. Um, and in that particular
0: painting that you're talking about, um, yeah, there's there's numerous faces in there, right? There's there's the as, as you're saying the kind of Mary with a child, or it seems holding a doll, and and then there's you know what looks like a kind of halo filled with figures, and a
1: and yeah.
0: also um, something in the hem of the dress that's figures. So the, the the genealogy and the history seems seems really rich there. It's it's all couched though by uh, what looks like they're sitting on lava or flames or something red and 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 they're burning almost like a kind of. Uh, like a kind of hell yeah. or something. That, that's that's predominant, right? With especially with a black background. So, um, mm-hmm. is is that about like the the collective trauma of, of of genealogy in that sense, or?
1: Yes, yeah, it's 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 about um, collected uh, inherited traumas, and um, that you know the room that they're sitting in is on fire a flame with the energy of the situation and behind them there are these lines that reverberate there's also a, a gun pointed pointing into the picture from the side which you can barely see but it's a blue silhouette so it implies that um you know domestic trauma is created by you know violence from the exterior that reverberates inside and um and the many heads around the, the main figure, um, I, I use that a lot in, in my figures because it's it's a sort of a, it's a halo in the in the kind of saintly sense, but the halo contains the ancestors or the internal voices, and then there's a um, a chain of heads on her skirt, and that is um, about the ideas of eternal return and reincarnation
0: and how does that so that's you know it's fascinating and and especially the the gun in the in the background the gun is is almost this transparent image that's that's um, pointing to a specific figure in there though it's the figure in the middle neither the kind of mother type figure um, but it's the person Mm. sitting on on the lap of the mother holding Um, a child or a doll Mm -hmm. i mean to me that seems to speak to like current generation but um but maybe that means something different to you because the gun isn't pointed towards everyone or towards the ground or towards the mother or or doll it's it's a very specific figure in there
1: Mm. well it's just it's a general idea of the way that I mean the way that it is in the composition, it is a gun from the outside. You don't know who it is, you don't know what it is exactly. It's a, a sense of threat that is entering the painting from top left.
0: And and, and these kind of threats and to, to talk about the other works in there, this this um this narrative or these ideas of, of fears and threats and, and, and genealogy are running through All the works is is that correct
1: Um, to a certain extent um and sometimes it is all internal rather than things coming in from the outside um but i think that it's because my work over the years has been um a companion to my own you know self-discovery and and genealogical questions um about my um, about my forebears and, you know, the, the sort of folklore stories that you hear about what your family has been through, and um, and you know, I think the paintings I, I let them, sort of emerge and figure them out later, and and that's that's when I understand them when I start writing, writing statements about what they are, and they provide me with as much you know surprise information as they do the viewer um, uh, and some
0: of the, so some of the works I mean I mean in terms of like surprise, you know there seems to be a, a almost dream like imagery there I mean you're talking about reincarnation and you know just now but but um, there also seems to be sort of like Jungian type imagery or, or dream imagery or or surrealistic almost imagery about mm-hmm. things that um but don't kind of come together the way they normally would in our uh you know what we call our present reality right these are <laughs> these are right, these are almost sort of or are they kind of dreamlike like imageries is that partly where you're drawing from because you're you're talking in a way about as I understand it you know the kind of research that you're doing into into family and mythology in the past uh, some of it mm-hmm. seems um of course even more poetic because it's hard to understand exactly what's happening as it is hard to understand a dream or, or imagery from a dream.
1: Exactly. It's, it's mythopoetic. Um, because I rely on the, on the fact that I find uh, in my research I find Im- images or fragments of them that speak to me and I allow that to come out in the work and and piece it together, um, but yeah, th- there is. I mean, I that I I do read about Jung, and I also read what what he's written. And um, this idea of the collective unconscious is central um, to my thinking, and um, that's what the many-headed aspect is is about, which I've also found in hin- Hindu iconography, as well as um, Islamic manuscripts um, so this kind of knowledge beyond our individual abilities is what I feel that i 'm trying to get at, and that's you know my vehicle is is you know making paintings, and that that contacts this other possibility, this other realm.
0: So let's let's talk about that other realm a little bit. This realm of of collective unconscious, right? That's yeah, that's a Jungian term, um, but also presumably existed way before Jung did. And um, and 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 for you, that means something specific, right? You're you're tapping into a, a kind of as you said, genealogy, a family history, and and specific to to traumas and, and, and women. I mean, I'm just trying to understand a little bit more about that, that research as, as mm-hmm. you explore it because that's, that's such difficult terrain or such terrain that seems hard to grasp, the idea of what is the unconscious telling us, which often comes through dreams because we don't know what the unconscious is, is telling us. But um, how, do you, how do you research something like that? I guess is my question because it is so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, abstract as, as dreams are.
1: Yes. Yes, they are. Um, well, I, I have, you know, collections of art books like, um, the ones on that are open right now are, um, things like, uh, the, the book of omens, uh, which is, uh, an Islamic manuscript or an esoteric kind of, it's not about Islam. It's about, uh, you know, uh, different writings of poets or um, history mixed with mythologies. Um, it's for me. It's it's very it's a very visual uh, research base. It's not. Uh, I don't think. I it's like my concept is not forefront. It's it's more like I'm collecting images and I have them in sketchbooks and so on, and I'm piecing them together, like like weaving them together. And I, I let something else make sense of them. It is, um, if I try and, and direct something from beginning to end, it usually fails. Uh, so, you know, it, the, the formal things in, in painting um, are the things that in the end Come into the making of, you know, you know, about the color, about where things are placed. That's the the thing that builds up the meaning. And you know, I I allow my um, I I li- allow allow that to make sense of it as as a you know a painting or a drawing. Um, the thing about writing is that. Yes, you cannot, you, there's certain things you can't prove about the unconscious, whether it exists or not. Um, it's, I just know that when I make work, that's the place that I enter in, and it's, it's very open. And it's, it's, it's about me being open to receive certain ideas and images that come through into the work. Mm. And, that
0: makes sense you know, it's such a it's, yeah, I'm to go on it's such a complex subject to kind of un, unravel well, in sci- with, but, yeah go
1: on yeah but for example in science what I've heard recently and, and don't quote me but there's this kind of notion that our DNA you know the double helix thing that it contains possibly five or six generations of information mm-hmm. and you know what what we discover in science is, can be, it, there's a parallel in uh, in the mind or the spirit or what inform what we contain. We contain our ancestors. We contain certain stories. We identify with certain ideas and we don't know why. And there is there is a reason for that. There are, there are ways that we get obsessed with certain ideas or recognize ideas to be true. And that's the, that's the level that I'm working on when I make my work. Um, is open enough to receive information, even though you cannot prove it or, or cite it exactly.
0: That makes sense and um, and that 's very articulate i you know in terms of this process then because this is um a process that 's not only hard to describe but also very rich and deep and, and and mysterious in a lot of ways, it is also about kind of knowing yourself um, and and perhaps mm-hmm. all art has has an element of that but but for your work and as you as you 've like evolved your art i I've, I've followed your work for several years now. do you see um is is there something that it's that it's given you that's that's specific? Because it's as though you're doing research in all these areas, in in mm. into the collective unconscious, in, in your own unconscious. Is mm-hmm. is there something that's 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 been? I don't want to quite say revealed to you, but something that that you've learned or that has that has been sustained throughout this process because of this process. If that makes sense.
1: Yes, the pro it does. Um, it does sustain me, and it does inform me every every day <laughs> and that 's why i do it um, it 's it's a constant almost constant revelation um, and it's it 's sort of pan historical I go from you know I, I can look at an Elizabethan painting, for example and a 19th century court painting from Iran and find parallels. And it's about finding the parallels because I've looked at, you know, uh, sacred paintings of all denominations, like I've already mentioned the icons of the Virgin Mary, but I also look at Hindu, um, sort of, you know, uh, Kali, and she's depicted, and what i enjoy about it which which goes back to the jungian idea of the collective unconscious is that there are parallels all over the place that societies and cultures are you know on the surface distinct from each other but if you go a couple of levels down there is there are there are constants you know um and You know, just, you know, talking about the many headed aspect that uh, I found it in uh, Muhammad's night journey, there's a many headed angel. And in that context, it means something that's omnipotent, and will Mm -hmm. speak all the languages of the world, which, you know, feels like that's how to describe the collective unconscious, that it speaks all the languages because Thank I you. because I came from Iran, a, a place that I barely knew or, or, you know, I lived until I was two and then visited till I was 12. I've been piecing together my stories, my genealogy, and sort of making fictional histories. I mean, that's where it started.
0: Thank you, um, Samir. This is so interesting to talk about. And... Uh, and, and this show is, is just a fascinating show, and I'm so glad we had this discussion. I, I want to ask you one more question before we go, which is
1: off-topic, but what are you reading at the moment? <laughs> I'm reading the collective works. Hang on. I'm just going to get the book so I can tell you exactly what it is. It's, it's Jung, of course. Okay, it's called Selected Writings, Introduct- introduced by Anthony Storr
0: Samira I want to thank you so much for talking with me today it's really been a pleasure I wish you well with this this show and your continued work and, um, and process thank you so much thank you you're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. this is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators and more